Hey, this is Tim from Bad Counsel. You want some good counsel? Keep thrashing away to the Rock Guys podcast. Hey there, and thank you for tuning into the Rock Guys podcast. We are on episode 40. 40, that's like double 20. I knew we would reach this spot eventually. And on this episode of the Rock Guys podcast, we are covering Sweet Savage. Never heard of them? Well, listen up. Sweet Savage was a heavy metal band from Belfast, Ireland, formed in 1979 and considered to be NWLBHM with some speed metal tendencies. It was started up by Ray Holler on vocals and bass, Trev Fleming and Vivian Campbell on guitars, and David Bates on drums. The band disbanded and reformed a few times throughout the years, but are still considered to be the pioneers of the new wave of the British heavy metal movement. Sweet Savage has released three studio albums, three singles, one live session, and has appeared on five compilation album releases. The current band members consist of Ray Holler on vocals and bass. It's not too often that a bass player is the lead singer, and he has been with the band since its conception. Marty McCloskey on drums and Phil Edgar on guitars. Like all bands I covered, the origin starts somewhere. So without further ado, turn up your headphones and get ready for this episode of the Rock Guys podcast covering Sweet Savage. Right here, right now. Get your rock fixed. The Rock Guys. Mmm, The Rock Guys. The Rock Guys. Mmm, The Rock Guys. The Rock Guys. Mmm, The Rock Guys. Hey there, and thank you for sticking around for this episode of the Rock Guys podcast featuring Sweet Savage. After forming in 1979 and playing relentlessly in small venues around the Belfast and surrounding areas, their attention bought them a slot to support Thin Lizzy on their Renegade tour and played supporting groups such as Ozzy Osbourne, Wishbone Ash, and even Motorhead. After signing with Park Records in 1981, Sweet Savage released their first single, Take No Prisoners, in which only 1,000 copies were made. The single also contained the track Killing Time, which will come up later on in the episode. They also released a four-song demo simply called Demo 81, which contained the Killing Time track. In November of 1982, Vivian Campbell left the band to join Dio, and then later continued on to play in Def Leppard. For those following the trend, yeah, this one was a reach. The band decided to take a hiatus, and about a year later, the band reformed Well, without Vivian and without their other guitarist, Trev Fleming. Ian Speedo Wilson. What? Where did they come up with these nicknames? Anyway, after Speedo joined, the band released a single called Straight Through the Heart in June of 1983, which featured Robert Casserly on vocals and was released on Crashed Records. The band's third single, The Raid, was released in 1985 and afterwards the band went into their second hiatus. 
In October of 1991, Metallica's release of their single for The Unforgiven featured a cover for Killing Time on its B-side. Well, this brought the band back into the spotlight, prompting a reformation of the band, along with signing with Neat Records and releasing their first studio album, Killing Time, in April of 1996. At this time, the band had Simon McBride on lead guitar and the return of Trev Fleming to second guitar. The album contained reworked songs that were previously released. Two years later, in April of 98, the band released Rune. The album contained completely new tracks created by the new lineup. Shortly after its release, the band went on another hiatus. The members at this point wanted to follow different musical paths. In April of 2008, Sweet Savage returned to the stage, this time to support Saxon on their St. George's Day concert in London. The band's drummer, David Bates, left shortly after and was replaced by Jules Watson. In August, Sweet Savage headed to Germany to play at the Headbangers Festival and the Wacken Festival with great success. Later on in that same month, August, in case you weren't following, Sweet Savage toured supporting Metallica and Tenacious D in Dublin. In August of the following year, that's 2009 in case you fell asleep, Ray Holler joined Metallica back in Dublin again on stage for the performance of Killing Time. And later on in that year, Sweet Savage would support Saxon again along with Doro. 2009 also saw the recording of their next studio album, Warbird. Vivian Campbell made a guest appearance on the album for their cover of Thin Lizzy's Whiskey in the Jar. The band later revealed that the release would be postponed until 2010. But in October of 2010, Trev Fleming died after treatment for a recent illness. He had been missing from the band's lineup since February of that year. In May of 2011, the band released Regeneration, which became their third studio album to date. In December of 2011, Ray Haller joined Metallica on stage for their performance of Killing Time again and as backup vocals for Seek and Destroy. Oh shit, that's not a big deal. I think every fan in the audience is a backup singer for Seek and Destroy. Current members for Sweet Savage are Ray Haller on vocals and bass, Marty McCluskey on drums, and Phil Edgar for guitar. The band only had three studio albums, but the small success of this band was a big influence for the huge bands that followed. So that's my coverage for Sweet Savage, but my loyal fans know the show ain't over. Stay tuned for Rock Album. Rock Album. Hey there, and thank you for sticking around all the way to Rock Album, where we cover the rock album of the band we're discussing. You should know this by now. And on this episode of Rock Album, we are covering Killing Time, which was the band's debut studio album released in April of 96. At the time of the album's release, the band had released four singles spanning the years, and the album was released after their second reformation on the Neat Records label. Their first track, Killing Time, was their best-known song and was covered by Metallica on the Garage Days Revisited release. The track list for Killing Time was 1. Killing Time, 2. Vengeance, 3. Welcome to the Real World, 4. Thunder, 5. Eye of the Storm, 6. Parody of Wisdom, 7. D.U.D., 8. Prospector of Greed, 9. Why? 10. The Raid, 
11. Reach Out 12. Ground Zero. The band members that were listed on this album were Ray Haller for bass and vocals, Trev Fleming and Simon McBride on guitars, and David Bates on drums. The rock album was chosen based just basically on the song Killing Time. But if you think I should have covered a different album, let me know. Any guess what's going to be coming up on Bobby's World? Find out right after Rock Trivia. Rock, 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 rock. Trivia. Here, here, rock trivia. This is Katie at Bad Council. Uh, giving you some very good counsel. You should keep listening to Bob at the Rock Guys podcast. <laughs> Go, Bob. <laughs> Hey there, and thank you for sticking around all the way to Rock Trivia, where we tickle your brain with a little bit of trivia from the episode. And on this episode of Rock Trivia, this question is simple, as it always is. If you were paying attention, here we go. Which song by Sweet Savage was released on their first demo and covered by Metallica on the B-side of their Unforgiven single? Killing time! That's right! Good job! If you didn't get it, that's okay too! It's a learning process. But don't go too far. I think I hear Bobby! Bobby's World. This is Greg from Bad Counsel, and I'm going to give you some really good counsel, Bob. Keep doing what you're doing on the Rock Guys podcast, but I'm filing a restraining order, and you just need to leave my wife alone. <laughs> I love you, Bob. case and on this episode of bobby's world we are covering the track killing time it was the first track from the debut album for sweet savage released in april of 96 although it was released originally on their demo 81 release which was in march of 81 the song first got rediscovered when metallica did a cover for it 10 years later and added it to the b-side of their unforgiven single the single sold over half a million copies in the U.S. alone, giving it a gold certification. The single charted on 14 worldwide record charts, including reaching number 10 on the U.S. mainstream rock chart. This gave the band the exposure to that track and rebooted them back into the mainstream. Hey, this is Jack from Bad Counsel. You want some good counsel? Keep listening to the Rock Guys podcast.
This concludes another episode of the Rock Guys podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, and tune in next episode for, well, it's going to be a surprise again. <laughs> Please like, rate, share, comment, and subscribe. Help me get back to your ear holes. Stay safe and stay unsober. <laughs>